Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Hi, I'm Matt. Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. Through creative content and live shows, we explain the hidden details of the Disney experience so that our clients can execute memorable adventures. Together with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel, we have helped hundreds of clients plan, book, and prepare for magical Disney vacations. Let our experience help you avoid common planning mistakes and maximize the enjoyment on your next Disney trip. Hey, what's going on? It's Matt with the DPI Podcast. Um, over on the other screen, I'm going to have Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel um, as soon as I could get him on a camera. Uh... <laughs> I heard. I don't see you. <laughs> turn camera off. Turn camera on. View. Gallery. View speaker. View. Ah, there he is. <laughs> you have not. <laughs> All right, uh, so we have Peter with Princesses of Mouse Disney Travel. Um, like I said, uh, good news week. Uh, we got a lot of things that came back to the parks. We got something cool for the uh, cruise ships, a lot of stuff like that. And then I've got a lot of uh, darkness for the last couple of days because apparently Elon doesn't like um, our Disney account anymore. So uh, we have been banned on Twitter. So if you're looking for the at Disney Insights uh, Twitter page right now, it is currently unavailable. Uh, <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's bring out Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel. Let's let's talk some Disney news. Mr. Salvadori, how you doing? Tired. Tired. How did practice go tonight? Uh, good. We got through 17 holes before this storm rolled in. So yeah. It's still rolling. Uh, it, it, you might be able to hear it in the background. It is done rolling here. <laughs> yeah, I sent got, it your way lovingly. We have lots of lots of thunder right now, so it's uh, pretty impressive. But we needed the rain, so it's good good to have the rain. Um, real quick before we get into a whole lot, a uh, couple of new subscribers. Uh, Sarah McCulley, thank you for checking out the channel. And then Russell Jones Jr., thank you for checking out the channel. Uh, glad to have you on board as new subscribers. Uh, let us know if there's anything that you want to see, anything that you have questions about. We are happy to help you guys out. All right, so we've got news. Let's go ahead and let's get um, a timer started and talk about uh, things that have happened in the past week at Disney Park. All right. 
So, biggest thing that I think has happened in the last week is uh, the return of trams to Epcot and to Hollywood Studios. It was the bear. That happened last week. I know, but it was like on Tuesday, so we got to like talk about it that day. I mean, we we barely touched it. <laughs> oh no. I went there. All right. So I these trams coming back, which yeah. are uh really just a convenience thing. Holly uh Magic Kingdom they've been back for a while and that was a pain in the butt when they were gone because Magic Kingdom's parking lot is massive. Yeah. Um, Hollywood Studios and Epcot, you know, the trams weren't there when we were there a few weeks ago. And on the last day, since we were heading straight to the airport afterwards, we parked out there. We were a good solid, I don't know, 10 rows deep. It still wasn't a bad walk up to the front. But obviously having the trams back is more of a convenience thing. But it is nice to see them back. Uh, One of my one of my daughter's favorite things. Uh, so I still have this memory. We haven't been on a tram with them in a while. But right before they start, the conductor at the back goes, driver, clear for dispatch. And then the driver goes, beep, beep, and then starts going. And we used to do this thing on my daughter where we would go, driver, clear for dispatch. And we'd, we'd bop her nose and she'd go, beep, beep. <laughs> no. Uh, looking forward. Hopefully we'll... Maybe I'll do that next time. I'll just make my daughter go beep, beep. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's nice to have them back. That kind of gives back all the par- park ops now that we've been missing. So that was kind of nice to see. Um, again, you said, like you said, it's a convenience thing, but it's, it's, it's a very nice convenience thing. So um, really good to see. Um, speaking of inconveniences, if you want to go to a not-so-scary party this year, um, the only one that has any tickets available is November 1st. Everything else is sold out, and that one will sell out eventually because people will want to go, and it's the last day, and they need help changing it over to Christmas anyway. That's the whole thing about going on the last day. They lock the front gates, they hold you in there, and you have to change the park over to Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> That's how they do it. <laughs> they get 35,000 extra helpers. We'll give you four Mickey bars if you help us hang this wreath. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the second night of Very Merry is sold out now. So basically, you are sold out through the second week of November for parties almost. So, yeah. I mean, party, parties are selling out. Now, I will say... When we went, it was a sellout. Um, it didn't feel bad. It did from 5 to 6 p.m.? Yes, yes. The park, the park was nuts. Yes, but, I mean, we, we kind of hid out over in Tomorrowland and kind of got away from from it. But I, but I think... Yeah, I agree with you. Like, the hub, I'm just thinking about, like, after the fireworks... Obviously, the fireworks, almost everybody was in the hub. But, like, the second the fireworks ended, that hub was empty. Yeah. Yeah, it was that it was nice. Good. And, I mean, even when we went back, so, like, after they started sweeping people and we went across the back and did, like, um, Haunted Mansion and Big Thunder Mountain and that kind of stuff, I didn't feel like the crowds were really bad to work through. 
um, to get across the back of the park or anything like that. So parties, parties seemed manageable this year, even at sellouts. So just something to keep in mind. Um, Luminous, Epcot's new fireworks show has hit a little bit of a snag. Um, and I say a little bit of a snag. This is about the most Disney thing that's happened since um, Iger's taken over. So, Epcot Spectacular Luminous delayed to rejected musical score. Well, wouldn't you need the music to put together everything? And wouldn't you think that would be like the, the highest critiqued item? That's why it got delayed, because it wasn't good enough. <laughs> Because, yeah, you can't do whatever else there is in terms of pyrotechnics and whatever other audiovisual aspects. It all starts with, okay, so here's the musical score you're working with. So, yeah, so now they're looking what they had said October when we were there. Now they're saying December 5th for the opening. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Makes sense, and basically what it, what the, this article um, had put out there was it's going to cost Disney hundreds of thousands of dollars because not only was the score rejected, it was rejected after it went to full orchestra. So they had, had already recorded the whole thing and then decided, yeah, we don't <laughs> like it. So... Uh... Just another chunk of money out of our $60 billion park budget over the next 10 years. <laughs> well, but that's the thing, right? Like, it's it's time to get it right. You know, um, if we, if we kind of talk about the nighttime shows, they haven't quite gotten them right. You know, they tried to overhaul Magic Kingdom, and it was a good show, but I'm so glad Happily Ever After back because... It was a good show. Um, Enchantment was a good show, but uh -huh. Happily Ever After is just next level. It is. Uh, it is. You know, like we were at, we were at the Halloween party, and uh, you know, so we were recording the fireworks show, and so the show got over, and we're we're not like quick out of the area. We're just sit around for a little bit, slowly rip stuff down, and. There was this little girl sitting on a fence next to my wife. And the second the not-so-scary fireworks got over, this little girl, unprompted, turns to my wife and goes, um, the fireworks the other night were way better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this is, like, a unique show. This is, like, an exclusive show. Like, yes. But, yes, happily ever after is far better. Yes. Um, so... You know that. And then on the on the Epcot side, the things just haven't hit. Um, I personally, you know, outside, if, if you were to take away all of the barges and stuff, and the if you would have just made them float out during the day and then float in at night, um, that show would have been fantastic. But, yeah, they, they got to find the right thing. So I'm glad to hear that oh we're delayed and we've rejected the music score because good like the last thing they need is to throw a show out there that does not receive the love and adoration of the crowd that they then have to scrap in a year 
Yeah, and I, they just have such huge shoes to fill because they're such such a huge fan base for Illuminations. Yeah, I and have I, a magic hand of it. And I, I think it's the same with Happily Ever After. Happily Ever After is that Magic Kingdom show that Illuminations is the Epcot show. It's there's such a big fan base that you have to draw so much inspiration from that. I mean, you think about the the score in the front plaza area reflected the Illuminations music throughout the day. And it just it was it was such a big part of Epcot for so long that a lot of people that that's just that show and I don't know that anything that Disney does is ever going to be oh that's that's as good as Illuminations it's uh, and, and like I said I think it's the same with Happily Ever After they can just keep putting fireworks shows out at Magic Kingdom but you're still going to have that hardcore group of people that's going to say yeah but it's just not as good as Happily Ever After well what makes Happily Ever After is the soundtrack by Taylor and Jordan like let's yeah. be honest like that is just insanely good um, I mean I have it on my Disney playlist that. I play on Fridays in my classroom and it's like even just the song itself, take away the fireworks, take away the projection is just a phenomenal score. And so you need that, right? Because coming out of Illuminations, you throw this dog turd of Epcot forever out. That's this jumbled mess of figment and random sound bites of these kids (laughs) talking. What is happening? You know, and we saw it the other day um, when we were down there a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, you know, this is okay. But but that's just it. It's like, eh, this is okay. And Disney is not in the business of, hey, look, we made something that's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, they need they need spectacular, and they've got they've got a a, a big set of shoes to fill over at Epcot for that show. Um, I do think Illuminations can be beat. I mean, I'm not. Illuminations was a good show, but there was definitely spots where I'm like, eh. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it. It. I think that's. I think that's your bar right now is Illuminations. As much as as much as Harmonious grew on me, I think Illuminations is the bar right now. So, we'll see where it goes. Um, moving on, let's go to Disney Cruise Line. Disney Band Plus is now on sale for guests sailing aboard the Disney Magic. Um, and this is going to be starting October 22nd. Eligible guests may place orders between 45 and 11 days prior to sailing. So basically the same way that you can order your Magic Bands at the resorts. Um, and then Magic Bands are already in... Magic Band Pluses or Disney Band Pluses are already in place for the Wish and the Fantasy. So this will be the third boat um, that has these. And Magic Band Pluses will also work on eligible Disney Cruise Line ships. It works the same as Disney Band Plus. Yep. So, Which is really great. And, and on top of that, um, this was the surprising thing. Uh, your Magic Band Plus works at Disneyland as well. Yeah. And so it would be great to see a full integration because that was the complaint was, hey, we have Magic Bands in Disney World. And then over in disneyland we're using an app but then the cruise ships don't really have it 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 would be great to see this full integration of this product to where if i have a magic band it opens my room on my cruise ship it opens my door and scans into my parks in california 
It opens my door, charges my room, and scans into the park over at Disney World. I can take it to Tokyo and scan in. Like, let's yeah. do this with this technology. It's easy enough to program in RFID readers. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I think it's at least on the state side, we're getting to a point where you can do basically everything you want with it um, now. So um, let's go over to Disneyland since you brought up Disneyland. The new look at the villas at Disneyland Hotel um, was released yesterday. And uh, really, really cool about a two-minute, 45-second video that Disney posted. But there's going to be a virtual live stream for the grand opening event tomorrow morning at, well, it's tomorrow morning Pacific time, 10.30 Pacific time, but 1.30 Eastern time. Um, and that's going to be on Thursday, not tomorrow, so... That'll be pretty cool. Um, so that's the newest DVC area that's being uh, opened. And then we'll have the Polynesian, what, ne late next year, early 25? Yeah, I expect it to go on sale like next summer. Yeah, I, it'll go on sale, but I don't know that yeah. reservations will be until like early 25. 25, yep. that makes sense. Um, yeah, they are trying to get me to buy those villas over at Disneyland Hotel, though. <laughs> I mean, it feels like I get an email like almost every day that's like, check out this sneak preview for DVC. Yeah, two hundred and twenty bucks a point. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll take five points. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially with what that guy was telling us when we were down there. What you can get Floridian for right now. So. No, well, that was specifically from him. That's not. I didn't think that was specifically from him. I thought that was uh You can buy it through a reseller, but you, then you don't get all the perks of being DVC. You just oh, okay. you just get book the vacations. You don't get any of the discounts, lounges, yeah, any okay. of that stuff. Special events. Yep. Okay. So um, that is all I had until my Twitter was banned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which boggles my mind because <clears throat> the reason they gave me for the ban was um, spam but I don't post a whole lot so I was like that's interesting you are a spammer I am I am um, but I did see something over on Facebook from Disney Parks about a 25% discount um, coming to the parks through the middle of March uh, do you know anything about that there's discounts all over the place right now. Um, the funky thing is, they're so like, uh, there are there are absolutely spring discounts out right now, but I have, I don't know, about four or five clients booked in the first quarter of next year. And I think on one of them, I was able to actually apply this discount because it, it's either like, the windows are so narrow or the criteria is so or is so focused um so i expect more broad strokes types of discounts released here hopefully next month uh would make more sense which we even noted on the show that it felt like a bit early for these quarter one discounts um, and we kind of speculated that yeah you know disney wants to get their rooms filled uh, with all the stuff coming this way and with all the investments. So, um, yeah, there are just a whole bunch of discounts. There's pass holder. Um, there's food. Like, you get a dining card. There's 
some Visa card member ones I've seen. There's Florida resident ones. Yeah, it's uh, subscriber ones. It just all kind of depends, which is why it's really nice to use an agent um, just because we continue to get these emails. And like, as soon as I get an email, I read the travel dates and then I immediately jump on to my booking site and search my current clients to see if something's applicable for them. Um, like I was, you and I, we were down at Disney and they released a new deal and I like on my phone sitting on people mover, I think, or somewhere. I, I remember we were doing something and I was literally like, Oh, it was sitting at the airport before we flew out. Uh, um, they had released a deal that morning and I rebooked a client and saved them 800 bucks like that morning before we're getting on the airplane, just sitting on my phone, like rebook, rebook, rebook. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's crazy. And we talked about it last week, uh, about the discount. So <clears throat> if you're looking at 2024 right now, great time to go ahead and get really any time in 2024 because really if it's not discounted we're probably in the best pricing that you're going to get for later in the year before they start inching the prices up with um limited vacancy so <clears throat> so yeah and then past that, past that um last thing that i have is we've talked about it a, a couple times on the show but once upon a studio is going to release um nationally on october the 15th it'll be part of the disney 100 year special on abc um i believe it's going to probably be an eight seven central thing I, I didn't see a time on it um but it will be part of that show will be the um world premiere for once upon a studio definitely want to check that out if you are a disney fan so Anything else, Peter? I'm just trying to look up <clears throat> one second. I'm trying to get more details on that one that you mentioned. I started to log in, give you some travel dates because it is new. Yeah, I think it's uh, like January 9th through March 24th, Sundays through Thursdays. Uh, that is, yep. Uh, January 9th through February 22nd, and then 30% February 25th through March 24th. Okay, so even, even better. Yeah, so 25% basically January through February, and then 30% February into March. But, yep. Perfect. We'll call Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel if you have any travel needs. Um, Disney, Universal, Florida, resorts, all-inclusives, anywhere. Wherever you want. Yeah. Let him help you out. Um, are you ready for top three? So ready. So ready. Well, it's top three time. Business trip. Uh, <laughs> the people move around. <laughs> It does tingle a little bit. Hey, it's top three time. Welcome to the DPI podcast. I'm Matt. Over on the other screen is Peter with Princess and the Mouse Disney Travel. And if you're new here, 
this is also part of the show where we're going to randomly draw a category and we are going to give you your top three or bottom three out of that category. Um, if you're back, well, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Um, we always seem to get a spike around 7.30 as people know that the top three is getting ready to happen. So it's always nice to see. So thanks for joining us again this week. All right, let's pick a chip out. We are going to do chip number 10. I'll show it to you. So people know that I'm not just pulling one out of my backside. <laughs> you know the truth. This is a good one. This is a good one. You're going to love it. Top three th things you hate to spend money on at the parks. Okay. I got my number one. There you go. Well, you've got... Business trip. <laughs> Do you want to go to Disney? Contact me at Princess of the Mouse Travel. And I... Okay. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but it went crazy on me. So let's try this again. There we go. Number three. You guys missed the ad. We had some technical difficulties. I have fat thumbs. Okay. <laughs> We're good. So if you missed the ad, contact Peter with Princesses in the Mouse. He had his creepy voice. It's an awesome ad. Go check it out on our... Hello. <laughs> yes, that one. That one. All right. Um, so, Peter, what is your number three on things you hate to spend money on at the parks? This is more of a now today versus what it used to be for me. Okay. So just stating that out loud before I get into this. Um, I really dislike the fact that if I want to get a ride line that I now have to pay for it. That bugs me. Because um, it used to be that I would get three fast passes every day and now it really grinds my gears that <laughs> in order to do that i have to pay for a family of four somewhere between 60 and 100 dollars just to be able to book ride return times in a service that used to be complimentary um that bugs me that i have to now pay money in the parks for that yeah no 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 i'm a, i'm 100 percent with you genie plus is is the bane of my existence i refuse to use it i refuse to use premier access over in paris um no it, i'm with you it just it, it 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 should be something that especially if you're staying on site it should be something that is given to you complimentary yeah. that's the thing right like i get don't let and they already kind of mitigated that you know because individuals off-site weren't able to really book them until well, no, you could look in my head. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at least give me something. Or at least if I'm there for a three-night stay with a, you know, give me a day. You know, like uh, Disneyland did that for a while. If you stayed on site, you would get early entry hours. And Disney World's kind of doing that. But, like, I, I don't know. Get, include a day of Genie Plus that I can like use on whatever day I want. I don't. Yeah. 
kind of bugged me. <laughs> what about you? So, so my my number three um, is, and I and I go back and forth with a lot of things on this, but I I hate to have to buy like seasonally appropriate clothes at the parks, if that makes sense. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I hate going down to Florida and packing my shorts and my, you know, my button down polo shirts and that kind of stuff and getting down there and it being like. 45 degrees and having to go and buy a spirit jersey or a sweatshirt or something like that because somebody didn't bring enough clothes or didn't listen to us when we said hey it's going to be cold out one of the days make sure that you've got a jacket um yeah it just it that that is frustrating beyond belief because now you're paying disney prices for a piece of clothing and i'm i'm almost always looking for a sale tag on something for that person um we've had to do it a couple of times now the christmas trip we took a couple years ago it was the coldest it had been in florida in 10 years and we took a lot of clothing and we still didn't have enough yikes i mean we had the disney christmas sweaters over long sleeve t-shirts over t-shirts and it wasn't enough so yeah it was it was brutally cold so that that is my number three is having to buy clothes that you should have planned on having at the parks it's like going down there in the summer and not having enough pairs of shirts or shorts or enough t-shirts or something like that so right and i have definitely been the victim of the 840 emporium hoodie (laughs) 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 so i totally feel your pain on this one (laughs) all right let's go ahead let's get to our number twos what's your number two uh so I I really really dislike when I'm when I am in the park. I I kind of go back and forth on on which one, but I'm going to go with I really really dislike when I am in the parks paying that like I I think it's $7, it's at least $6 for a freaking uncrustable and a juice box like when we go up to quick service restaurants or actual restaurants and we look at the kids menu my kids aren't even allowed to read the menu because i'm gonna read the menu and i am only going to let them know about like cheeseburgers grilled cheese chicken fingers you're not getting mac and cheese unless i ask if it's homemade because i swear to god if a 14 dollar bowl of craft comes out <laughs> right and I'm not going to walk up to a quick service and pay $7 for a cutie, an Uncrustable, and a, and a Mott's apple juice. Like, I'm just, it's not <laughs> going to happen, kids. Like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, so some of the kid items are, you know, everything's marked up. Of course, everything's marked up. But I don't know. I, I just think of like, Satuli canteen, right? I get these cheeseburger bow buns that 
are the same price as if I get like a flipping uncrustable somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah. I I want to I want to spend the money on something that is unique that or or at least value filled, right? Like I'll spend for chicken fingers and fries, I'm going to spend 7 bucks at you know any any restaurant out there. So it makes sense that I'm spending it at Disney as well. But yeah, a couple of the menu items when I see like box mac and cheese pop out. And that's not just a Disney thing. That's like an any restaurant thing. You charge me $8 for a kid's meal and give me Kraft mac and cheese. I'm coming over the table. <laughs> like, take the time to whip it up yourself. Have some pride in it. <laughs> so there you go. That's what I'm going with. There you um, go. The, the, uh, the Uncrustable food. Kids Meal is yeah, your number even, two. <laughs> The bag of grapes for four bucks. What the hell are you thinking grapes are worth? Well, and that, that's the thing, you know, we're, we're so spoiled that we came up in the era of meal plans, like the original dining plans, because right. two snacks per person per day were that stupid Uncrustable in the apple juice for one of your kids. Yeah, and, and then you were like, yeah, that's fine, I have 40... Snack credits left, and we leave tomorrow. I'm going to have to go raid the commissary and take home 80 bags of the toffee peanuts. I still got toffee peanuts from you <laughs> sitting in my dang pantry. We are goofy gummies and the stitch sour strings and that, that oh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. All right. Uh, my number two, and um, Shannon chimed in with hers, and it, it, it kind of – goes coincides with my number two as well but it toiletries like when you forget your deodorant or feminine hygiene products or tylenol or stupid stuff leave. Like remember like i ran out of a leave last trip and i needed a leave i went in to the everything pop shop and two leaves was three dollars yeah two two caplets <laughs> Yeah, and I just... Like for the price that I'm paying, I should be like, I need some leaves, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue, sorry. Yeah, that's when you go up to the front desk and say, what kind of painkillers you got behind the counter? <laughs> yeah, they're not going to give them to you. They're like, well, over and everything pop. <laughs> no, but that kind of stuff, that, that just frustrates me. Sunscreen, you run out of sunscreen, you have to buy it there. It's 11 bucks. I mean, it's just it's just stupid stuff like that, that it's just like... You got to plan well. Well, and how about like sunscreen isn't going to go like if you're a carry on bag type of person, you're not getting aerosol sunscreen and you're you're going to bring a three and a half ounce thing of sunscreen. Yeah. Like you're basically committing when you carry on luggage. OK, I'm going to I'm just going to buy sunscreen when I get down there. Yeah. I'm Or I'm, I'm going to get burned the strip. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stick to the shadows, kids. <laughs> Get over by the imagination building now. Um, yeah, but that—that's—that's that's my number two is toiletries. Uh, Peter, before we get into your number one, where can people find you on the internet? Not Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over on. Facebook is the best way if you search uh, Princesses and the Mouse. 
it'll be the top hit. Even if you just type Disney travel agent, apparently I come up pretty quickly. Uh, would love to talk to you. Uh, we'll get, or, or over on the website, the Wix site, scrolling across the bottom, uh, fill out the form. I'll, I'll get to you within hopefully 24 hours, assuming I check that email. But I try to check it at least once a day and uh, get something scheduled with you. Uh, planning meeting takes about an hour. And then from there, it's uh, really kind of on you. But like for me, I need, I need about two to three hours of your time. And then I can do the rest for you. So think about the hours that you would spend versus just spend a couple hours on the phone with me. And all you got to do is then just check in and enjoy your trip. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, so what is your number one thing that you hate spending money on at the parks? Okay. It might, I might be stealing your number one. I have two, so I'm good. Okay. Because I <clears throat> hate when people pop out of a store. And I even hate it on their behalf. When people walk out of a store or a quick service or whatever else, and they're holding a bottle of water that they just paid for. <laughs> I cannot. I, and, and sometimes you have to succumb to it because there's just, it's not available. You just can't get to the drinking fountain. It's super hot. I think like we were in Epcot and I ended up having to buy uh, a bottle of water from one of the, one of the uh, festival stands when we were down there. But for every ounce of your being for all of the money that you spend at Disney, dear God, do not give them $4 for a bottle of water. <laughs> like, every quick service stand has free water. All you got to do is walk up. Many times you can even just kind of like I did that at Friar, uh, Friar's Nook, right? Um, we were sitting there and I just straight up, there was like a line of eight people deep and I just walked up the eggs and I was like, give me some water. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I do not pay for water. Take some, take some refillable containers and, uh, from there, stop by a quick service, get a couple of glasses of ice water, take a nice insulated thermos and then stop by the drinking fountains while there is ice still in there and just repeat that cycle. Um, you need to drink water in Florida, but nothing says, that you got to spend an arm and a leg to do it. So bring water, pack water, or just get the free water. People will sit there and go, oh, I don't like the taste of it. Okay, but I would prefer just dealing, like bring some drink packets then yeah. and throw them in. Um, you know, we saw in England that Twinnings Tea Shop had those really cool cold fusion things. Those were fantastic. Yeah, I I'm actually, start mine's downstairs, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to start packing those things and just throwing it in my thermos because that thing, like I took it to, to school and it lasted multiple thermos fill-ups of, of flavoring it. So I bet if you throw one of those in there in the morning, it'll flavor your water all day long. And, uh, you know, I just I just cannot come to terms with people that spend all that money. Uh, you, you see like a family pop out and they got four bottles of water. I'm like, you want to go over and give them a hug and say, I'm sorry. You could have done so much more with that $16. Like, can I come live with you if you have that much expendable income? Right. right. What do you do? <laughs> what have I done wrong in my life? <laughs> right. I think that a lot. Anyway. All right. 
So Peter's is number number one is bottled water. My number one is ponchos. Damn it, you're in Florida. It's gonna rain. You know it's gonna rain. Either be okay with getting wet or bring a freaking fifty cent poncho. Ponchos <laughs> are eleven dollars at the park. Good one. And I have I have three Disney branded umbrellas and countless ponchos. <laughs> It's like, I have ponchos in my backpack. My backpack is full of camera stuff every time we're down there. I have four ponchos every trip. The trip that we were on, I had two kids' ponchos. We would have figured it out. <laughs> I mean, every trip we go, we have ponchos because I, I refuse. We got, we got it the first trip. We ran into rain. We had to buy ponchos. And it was $33 for the three of us. And I was like... This sucks. Never again. Amazon, I bought a thing of like 30 ponchos for $5. I've got ponchos. They go with us. If we don't use them, great. If we use them, they're ponchos. I got 30 of them for $5. They go with the trash can. It's not a huge deal. Bye. <laughs> it's even more shit. It goes, it's even more when you go to the Columbia store at Disney Springs for rain jackets. We oh had to do that God. one year too. <laughs> but I, I will say the year that we did that, we did that all on Disney gift cards. So, and I think Shannon still has hers. I still have mine. The kids outgrew theirs years ago, but we, we still have them. They're good rain jackets, but yeah. No, ponchos. My number one is ponchos. I that That is the one thing. It's like if we get down there and we forget them in the room and it rains on us, it's like, no, you're not getting a poncho. We're, no, we're just getting wet. It happens. You uh, Was water your your other number one? Yes, water was my other number yeah. one. Right. She, Shannon, Shannon put on here, she put a couple on them, but she changed the one that I liked because... The one thing that she came back from our trip and she goes, man, we paid a lot for Ubers and Lyfts while we were down there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but there were times that we had to use them. Yeah. But she hates spending that money on Ubers and Lyfts. And my See, mom chimed in, <laughs> but the ponchos don't have Disney on them. I'll draw a Mickey head. You know, in, in terms of, to, to kind of talk about that a little bit more, like in terms of going to and from the airport, if you are a family of four, an Uber or a Lyft is cheaper than the other options, it is. and they operate on your schedule. So, um, but yeah, I, I think she's more talking about like while you're kind of in and around the park. Yeah. Because um, yeah, we had to kind of use some to to get straight from point A to point B without having to to you know go through. There were always free options though. That, well, except for except for the morning that we had to go over to Boardwalk. That was no. There were three options. I we couldn't have gotten. How how could we have gotten there? Very carefully, we could have ridden a bus to Magic Kingdom and a bus. To Boardwalk. <laughs> yeah, how many buses are going from Magic Kingdom to resorts at that time? All of them. They're dropping off. They got to go back. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, but that, I mean, yeah, Ubers and Lyfts. Oh, but that was like a six dollar an Uber, and it, yeah, that was because we weren't really far away from it. And then it one was time, I, I think day. the night that we went back over for not so scary, because I think you guys went over a different time. Oh no, you guys went over with um, what you call it with Zach. Um. Didn't I'm I go, think, like, through Epcot? I didn't think we Ooh. went straight from Epcot over there. I thought we went back to the hotel for some reason. But one one of the times, Shannon and I took an Uber Black from the resort because it just, it was going to get there, like, ten minutes earlier. Yeah, you were rushing to get to something. It was, it might have been Not So Scary. But I got to Not So Scary first. Why did I get to Not So Scary first? Where were we? At Ep- No, we, we were at... Uh, we went back to the hotel, I thought. No, we were at Springs. That's what it was. Yeah, and I just said, forget it, I'll go get on a bus. Yeah. Yeah, and you all... You all went uh, in Zach's car. Back to the hotel. Right. Yeah, but then Zach and Jesse got on a bus pretty quickly, and then you guys had to come and... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There That's... we go. We finally pieced it. Pieced it together. But You're yeah. right. There was, there was definitely an Uber that you and Shan took without us. But yeah, wasn't wasn't happy about that Uber, so... But yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of... That, that was kind of our top three. Um, yeah, but Shannon had that on there. Uh, she changed it to Lightning Lanes because she hates paying for Lightning Lanes as well. Uh, I know, but I've done it so many freaking times. Yeah, it's things. So, every time I'm like sitting there watching it pay, I'm like, this is so annoying that I'm paying for this and I'm doing it again. Her number one was bottled water. That, that, that I think that's everybody's number one that's been to Disney multiple times because you've a everybody that's been to Disney multiple times has been roped into buying a bottled water. And then, B, now you're smart enough to realize that you don't have to do it. And you try and yeah. impart that knowledge on other people. <laughs> well, and it's like, it's almost frustrating when you do, right? Like, when I bought it in Epcot, I was almost frustrated because I was sitting there going, gosh, where's the nearest quick service that I can get? Well, African Outpost doesn't have them. <clears throat> I can get all the way up around to Germany, but then I have to go into the actual little quick service window up by up by beer garden because none of the ones out towards the frontage have it yeah and i'm sitting there like okay i'm like i'm not gonna backtrack back into china to go get it for that one like so you're almost frustrated because you're like oh if i would have just planned ahead i would have had a container full of water right now <laughs> you're like i'm in the water black hole i'm in the dry spot <laughs> no another good top three man um again if you want to find peter you can Find him over on Facebook. It's down at the bottom right now. But just go to at Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel over on Facebook and you will find him really easy. Um, again, thank you everybody for watching tonight. If you do have any questions, comments, concerns, um, put it up in the chat. Put it in the comments. Let us know somehow. Don't tweet us. Don't tweet us. You can't tweet us right now. Um, <laughs> but we will figure that out. So. Thank you guys all for joining us. Have a good week. We will talk to you next Tuesday.
Peter with Princesses and the Mouse, Disney Travel joined us tonight. Uh, we talked some news, some notes from the last week, and we had a new top three. Check them out. find us over on Facebook. That's going to be the easiest at DPI podcast for the podcast at PATM Disney travel for the travel side. You can't find us on Twitter right now because we're banned. Um, hopefully we have that resolved in this the next week. Um, and you can find us over on YouTube. watching, listening, liking, sharing, everything that you do to support the channel. We will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye now.